Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, so I give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to this evening's podcast. I wanted to jump on today really, really, really quick and just give you guys an update, a headline real fast that you may not know about. You may or may not know about, but I want to throw this up at you. Is Israel on the verge of war? Um, PIJ terrorists fired hundreds of rockets following targeted Israeli operation. Guys, this is at harbingersdaily.com. It's by Eric Stackelback. Now, you may not be familiar with though Eric. Um, he does have a YouTube channel and he gives out minute-by-minute minute news um, very, very knowledgeable um, on Israel. But guys, this was posted today. I want to jump on and talk about this real quick tonight, okay? It's been on my heart. I want to talk to you guys about this. Um, you know, we are commanded to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and we are commanded to pray for Israel. And uh, we really, really need to be doing that now. Folks, this is going to be a precursor to the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war. As always, you know, uh, the timepiece, you know, we're sitting on this clock and we're waiting on the rapture of the church and the tribulation and all this. Well, everything centers on Israel. Everything centers on Israel, the Jews in Jerusalem. And so that's where we really need to be focused on. So anyway, let's talk about it. So Israel is possibly on the verge of war. And he says, how did this all begin? Operation Shield and Arrow is what Israel has named it. It began overnight Tuesday with a surprise attack, which is the only way to describe it. Israeli airstrikes in Gaza eliminated three top Palestinian Islamic Jihad leaders. One was the leader of Islamic Jihad operations in northern Gaza. The other was a member of the Islamic a jihad military council and the third member directed islamic jihad activities in the west bank now we call the west bank judea and samaria because that's what the bible calls it it is the biblical heartland of israel so the israeli airstrikes were a delayed response to what happened last week when palestinian islamic jihad launched over 100 rockets at israel israel did not really have a significant response last week and many were very critical of the netanyahu government the netanyahu government certainly had the element of surprise because this was nearly a week after the rocket barrage israel acted acted swiftly and acted decisively in eliminating these three palestinian islamic jihad commanders and carrying out additional airstrikes in the strip against islamic jihad targets now now listen to this folks so um eric goes on to say now listen uh, Hamas rules Gaza with an iron fist, but it works side by side with his fellow Iranian proxy, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. We're going to call this one PIJ from now on, okay? So uh, from time to time, they will launch rockets in tandem. So far, Hamas has set this one out and let the Islamic Jihad go toe-to-toe with Israel. Hamas and Islamic Jihad have what's called a joint operations room. They work in tandem and are in constant contact. Most importantly, they're in contact with their masters in Tehran and also with Hezbollah in southern Israel. Uh, Lebanon. The entire ring of fire communicates on a daily basis. Now, Israel, Israel did not strike Hamas, which is a key point there. So far, it it seems Hamas does not want to expand this, getting involved in having Israel unleash its wrath on them. Now, as Israel carried out additional airstrikes throughout the past 24 hours, we did not see an immediate Islamic Jihad response. Many believe that the reason was that the Islamic Jihad was stunned. They did not expect what Israel did in eliminating overnight those three terror commanders. Now, 
Today, he said, they began to respond. This was inevitable, and Israel knew that it was coming. So at the time of this report, he said over 450 rockets have been launched from Gaza towards Israel. He says, now notice, notice my wording here. He said, I did not say over 450 rockets have struck Israel. No, no, no. He said, over 400 rockets have been launched toward Israel. So what happened to them? Number one, okay, the Iron Dome has done its job. Israel's groundbreaking and incredible, I believe, God-sent missile defense system system has intercepted a good number of these rockets. Now, number two, he says a good number of these rockets. And we say this in, and he goes, and we saw this in May of 2021, fell inside of Gaza. So they're not making it over the border into Israel. Palestinian civilians are killed because the rockets launched by Palestinian terror groups are falling on Gaza homes, schools, and playgrounds. Israel has called this a double war crime, and rightly so, he says. Now, the UN, the European Union, and the Biden administration are gnashing their teeth over Israelis' response to Islamic Jihad terror. Remember, these groups like the PIJ, Hamas, Hezbollah, and Lebanon intentionally use civilians as human shields. These terrorists have no hesitation in using women, children, and the elderly literally as human shields. So what does Israel do? The Israel Defense Forces, along with the United States military, have the strictest rules of engagement in the history of warfare. He goes, and I don't say this lightly, he says, if the IDF sees civilians uh, used as human shields, they will abort the mission. He says, even if it's a high-value terror target, he goes, they will abort the mission. So he goes on to say, sometimes people naively and frankly, from a lack of education and knowledge of the region and what's going on, say, can't they just get along? It's an endless cycle of violence. They're both to blame. And no, they're not. He says, there's not a moral equivalency here between Israel and the PIJ. So Egypt is apparently feverishly trying to broker a truce between Islamic Jihad and Israel. Israel has good relations with Egypt. They have a peace treaty, and Egypt is in contact with these terror groups in Gaza. So the Palestinian terror groups will try right before the ceasefire is going to kick off. All of a sudden, one last volley of rockets will come into Israel so these terror groups can claim victory. We pray that's not the case this time around. Right before the ceasefire, the fighting usually escalates. So far, he says, over 450 rockets have been fired, and several have hit homes in southern Israel. At least eight people have been hurt while running for bomb shelters in southern Israel. Israel. He says he loves the people of southern Israel. I do too. And he goes, who are courageous and are dealing with this nonsense every single day. Folks, keep them in your prayers, he says. In southern Israel, it is mandatory that they have a bomb shelter inside their homes. He says he was in Ashkelon, Ashkelon, um, which bore the brunt of those Hamas rockets in May of 2021. He said it's not just some homemade bottle rockets or fireworks being haphazardly launched out of Gaza. He says they are increasingly advanced and increasingly more precise. He says today, a massive rocket barrage has also targeted Tel Aviv in central Israel. Some 70 to 75 percent of uh, Israeli population lives in and around Tel Aviv metropolitan area, hugging the Mediterranean coast. He said, now the rockets thankfully did not land in Tel Aviv. No one was hurt. But these terror groups have come a long way. He says, the big red line for Israel is in southern Lebanon, which poses at least some precision guided missiles. He says, and that's a whole other level. Additionally, while Hamas and Islamic Jihad have tens of thousands of rockets between them, Hezbollah to the north has some 150,000 thousand rockets and missiles pointed at every 
inch of Israel right now, he says. So when rockets can reach Tel Aviv and Jerusalem and even towards Haifa in previous engagements, he goes, you know that Israel's got a serious problem. At the end of the day, it's not about what Palestinian Islamic Jihad or PIJ or Hamas wants. He says, it's what their masters in Tehran want. It's often been said that the Iranian regime will fight to the last drop of Arab blood, which is a sad commentary, but he goes, I think very true if you look at Iran's proxies um, throughout the region. So he says, we must prepare Israel for a multi-front war. He goes, I believe it's a precursor to Ezekiel 38 and 39, the war of Gog and Magog. I completely agree. He goes on to say that's the future war where God Almighty directly intervenes in a massive, mighty, and undeniable way. Absolutely. He goes, Israel needs a whole lot of prayer right now. We are mandated to pray for the land of Israel, and we are. And to pray for the peace of Jerusalem as a follower of Jesus. Amen, brother. Yes, we are. Guys, if you're not familiar um, with Eric Stackelback, you should go check him out. He's got an awesome um, awesome YouTube um, uh, channel. And he gives great news and commentary. Um, but if you would like even more, you can always go to harbingersdaily.com forward slash author forward slash Eric Stackelback. So, um, anyway, you guys can check that out. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to link that, his his page, his author page, um, in the description of this video. That way you guys can have that, okay? Because he's got a lot of good stuff. He says, um, he moved down here. I mean, great videos, you guys. I mean, he, he's the, it's the Watchman Newscast with Eric Stackelback, if you're looking for him on YouTube. Um, but anyway, another thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is born-again believers in Christ do not, do not have an appointment with God's wrath, folks. This article is by Amir Sarafati uh, at HarbingersDaily.com. You can find him at Behold Ministries, Behold Israel Ministries, and he is uh, an Israeli. And uh, if you follow his Telegram channel, he keeps you up to date, seriously up to date, minute by minute. So, fantastic so he posted this yesterday may the night that we're going to read uh through this article um you guys because it's got a lot of great information he says we have recently become all too familiar with the phrase trust the science from people in places of power or authority yet these same people tell us to accept that you can be whatever you think you are despite the scientific facts about you trust of late has become something that is not easy to do much of the time he says uh, when those who instruct us to trust what they say do things that prove they are not trustworthy trust is the last thing we will extend to them he says thankfully the object and basis of our trust is in a source that has an impeccable and a perfect track record not once has it been inaccurate not once has it asked us to believe in something contradictory to evidence and not once has it been misleading or proven itself untrustworthy psalm 19 psalm 119 verse 160 says thy word is true from the beginning and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever he goes on to say in a season of history when truth is determined by a person's feelings and emotion, it is good to know that we have a book of facts that records the past, directs us through the present, and foretells the future. This living, powerful, and unparalleled book has told us that born-again Christians do not have an appointment with God's wrath. That is 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. It also tells us that someday the wrath of God is coming upon the whole world. Revelation 16, 1. 1 Corinthians 15, 50-52 in KJV tells us, Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment. 
moment, in the twinkling of an eye, the last trump for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Amen. Amen. So born again believers in Christ do not have an appointment with God's wrath. And this book of all books says that in order to enter the kingdom of God, we will need to change from mortal to immortal and corruptible to incorruptible. This magnificent book also tells us this will happen quickly in a mere moment, as fast as it takes for the human eye to twinkle, which is faster than he can blink. It must happen for God's wrath to come upon the whole world, he says, because the track record of the Bible is perfect. We would be foolish to ignore this foretold promise for those of us who are alive and remain until the day of the twinkling of an eye experience. While we do not know the day and the hour of that experience, we do know that the tribulation, the time of God's wrath after we're gone, will come at a time when the world is crying out for peace and safety. This phrase is interesting interesting as peace can mean an exemption from war however it also means harmony between individuals the word safety means security from enemies in danger he says we live in a time when people are crying out for harmony between individuals they want an acceptance of all truths and beliefs which they believe will bring security from enemies in dangers one of the enemies in dangers for the quote peace and safety crowd is the christian faith which is based on objective truth romans 1 18 says for the wrath of god is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness now he says why would anyone want to suppress the wonderful truth of god's word because it is that truth that will make people free satan desperately wants to suppress it and convince humanity that what they really need is harmony with others through agreement with their feelings and emotions the bible says someday the dead in christ will rise those who are alive and remaining at the time will meet them in the lord in the air and from that point on we will forever be with the lord we need to be watching and soberly waiting for that day. How do we know it's coming? He goes, how do we know it's coming for sure? Well, 2 Corinthians 1 verses 20 and 22 tells us, For all the promises of God in him are yea and in him amen unto the glory of God by us. Now he which establishes us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God, who has also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Yes, oh, yes, 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 amen and amen. He goes on to say, do you take his word seriously? Do you understand that in the same manner he came, he will return? Do you understand that in the same manner he resurrected, he will come back again? Don't be like the people of Galilee who were amazed, although they'd heard over and over again about the resurrection. Don't be like the people of the world that do not understand that all that can be shaken will be shaken and only the things of God remain will remain standing. Do you understand the times and seasons the Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 1 through 11 in KJV? But of all the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall sell peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others but let us watch and be sober for they that sleep sleep in the night and they that be drunken or drunken in the night but let us who are of the day be sober putting on the breastplate of faith and love and for an helmet the hope of salvation for god hath not appointed us to wrath but to obtain salvation by our lord jesus christ who died for us that whether we wake or sleep we shall live together with him wherefore comfort yourselves together and edify one another even 
as also ye do. He goes on to say, whether you are still alive or you are dead, he will come and take us to be with him. That will be a shocking thing for the world because that will mean great tribulation coming to the world while we are gone. The truth is sometimes hard to digest, sometimes hard to understand. But if you are in the word and if you are with the Lord, you will understand it, he says. And you will also know that you have to be prepared for it. Let us not sleep as others do. Let us be awake and sober. The word of the Lord is true he says amen and amen amir absolutely folks wanted to leave you guys with that Uh, we are in this world we are not of this world like i always like to say and that's what jesus told us we're going to face trials we're going to face tribulations but we will not face god's tribulation there's a big difference big difference um but anyway all the headlines are pointing to this god is moving the puzzle pieces together he is getting ready are you ready like I say, are you ready for eternity? What if you went to bed today and you laid your head on your pillow tonight and Christ came? Are you going? Are you going to be changed like the Apostle Paul said in the twinkling of an eye, the last trumpet of God? Are you going to be changed? Or are you going to stay? Mm. Those are sobering words, you guys. I mean, I'm telling you, we could all lay our heads on our pillows tonight or some of y'all listening to me on the other side of the world are waking up, but... I mean, who knows? Y'all could wake up. The Lord could call us all home. We'd be asleep. You guys be awake. or the You never know. You never know. But what I do know, you could be sitting at a stoplight and Christ could call us home. Amen and amen, you guys. Um, I always want to uh, just leave with encouragement. Leave you guys with encouragement. So no matter how dark this world gets, no matter what things look like, no matter how evil and lawlessness abounds, just remember god is sovereign he is in ultimate control and he will protect us so read psalm 91 and comfort yourselves with the lord and now my dog is going to freak out because that is doppler dave with the kfda weather here in amarillo texas we have some bad weather coming our way tonight so uh keep us in texas in prayer new mexico and oklahoma uh and that going on tonight we do have some pretty bad weather coming our way so Anyway, with that, guys, I'm going to get off of here so I can watch the weather. And uh, I want you guys to have a good evening or a good day, whatever uh, whatever time it is when you're listening to this podcast. And uh, just remember, focus on the Lord. Focus on his kingdom. Be the salt and the light that he has called us to be. So with that, guys, I'm definitely going to get off of here. Um, my little chihuahua is beyond terrified. He is shaking like a little leaf. Oh, squirt, tell everybody hello. Say hello, you guys. I'm a scared Texas chihuahua. <laughs> oh, if you guys could see me sitting on my lap, just literally shaking. He was fine until Doppler Dave said lightning has been detected in your area. Oh, my gosh, it just scares him so much. <laughs> oh, you guys. Um. Anyway, I'm with that, guys. You know, get in the Word of God. Let the word of God get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you as we await, oh my gosh, as we await the appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you guys so much for listening.